When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah! Happy Thursday mid-morning to you, Alan. You as well, Travis Rogers. It's nice to see you again. It's good to see everybody here. Nice. You you said you were going to go warm up your coffee a second ago, and I'm like, wait, uh, we're on the air in like 19 seconds. Yeah. And you you, you're back in time. I was impressed. Well, I didn't. I I ended up not warming up. (laughs) I was going to say that was. I was pretty. It is. I don't know why I have this. Every show, there's kind of like a mad rush, as if uh, I like something changed. Like I forget the show starts at 10. There's always a mad rush. In the last couple of minutes, I'm always asking Taylor, Taylor, what, what time? He's, Al, we're on at 10. 10. It's been 10, 10 for a couple can years I, can now, I Al. just spoil the surprise? Sure. Tomorrow will be 10. <laughs> I think you like it like that, though. You like the chaos, Lee. It's a little bit of, you know, organized <laughs> chaos. Yeah, yeah whatever yeah, you that, want to call I, it. I think that's what it is. It's that I'm going to forget my lines right before you walk out on the yeah. stage. You know, you, you know you're going to be all right. I forget you the headphones. Where are my headphones? I leave them in this studio. I leave them in that side. I don't know what's going on. So the, I had a weird... I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know. It just... I, I was home last night. Mm-hmm. Dodgers played early, so there wasn't there was Angel baseball on too. But you know, whatever. That's not quite the same thing. Yep. And the finality of the Lakers being done finally yeah. kind of like, oh right, yeah, they're not playing in. for a while. They're not going to play another game for many many months along the way. That even though you could kind of see it coming, they're getting set up to get swept and they do get swept and then LeBron talks about what he talks about and then it's kind of the post-mortem, post-mortem of the whole thing and then like yesterday I'm like wait what am I going to watch at night like there's no more Laker basketball every other night like there's been for what six months maybe seven months eight months whatever closer to eight. yeah eight months there's been something every other night to see it was just kind of like well now what do I do every year it just it's kind of a I, I've gone. What did the Emily? You always know this. The seven stages of denial. Yep. Or whatever seven it is. Seven stages of grief. Of grief. Thank you. Um, first I, one is um, what's the first one? I don't Just know. Denial. <laughs> I think so. It, it's denial yeah. and uh-huh. anger okay. and bargaining. Then depression. I think I'm in. I think I'm in that. Oh, I'm in denial. <laughs> then acceptance I'm and still hope. In denial. And then processing of grief. Yeah, I think acceptance I think and hope doesn't come till probably August. I, I'm not into acceptance and hope. I'm in denial. I'm or in a depression. I should say. It's just like now what. So yesterday now was also supposed to be game five, so it's a little bit different too. Okay, Tuesday we knew they were out, but it was they wouldn't be playing on a Tuesday anyways. Yesterday was, I'm supposed to be going to the arena right now. <laughs> right. Or not even the arena. I'm supposed to be coming back to the studio, right. Watch whatever. Watch on TV. Yesterday was also the first day where on the schedule, you know when it says if necessary? Uh, not necessary. It wasn't necessary. <laughs> That's the game five. The game five, if necessary. Of course it's necessary. You're not going to lose four in a row. They lost four in a row. Still on the schedule, unnecessary. Instead of if necessary, we've moved into unnecessary categories. Yeah, it takes a second. I I think I'm with you because now now the question is when you go into these – the seven stages, you also find yourself – you got kind of – are you going to make good decisions? Oh, keep going. Are you going to make poor decisions? Can I, should I start? You tell me. I'm I'm because I I I fell into this yesterday. You you know my habits pretty well by now, right? Yep. Um, in bed by eight forty-five. I like to be. Yeah. Like nine thirty. Three martinis like, instead of two. Warmer. 
warmer. So Michael's baseball season ended, what, two weeks ago? The next one started yesterday. Okay, so there was a game yesterday. Oh, my God. So Chris is right. So it's always there. It, it's very rarely not the baseball season. So Susan and I go to watch Michael's baseball game, and game ends. We're like, well, what do you want to do? I don't really want to really feel like cooking. She didn't really feel like cooking. Like, let's go Let's go out and get a bite to eat. So we went to that new place that we really liked last time. We okay. went back again last mm-hmm. night. Sat at the bar this time. Terrible idea. Terrible, terrible idea. Talk to me. What happened? We, nothing but great things. But it, we're sitting there. Uh, the bar's right. Th- Ooh, that looks pretty. What What are you making right there? Oh, that looks pretty. You know what? I'm just yeah. going to go with the classic. I'm just going with my typical martini. Have it. Had a wonderful little appetizer. Had a wonderful entree on all these Wednesday. things. And then the lady comes. Can I get you another drink? And this is this is the demarcation line of you can just have a normal night and say no, thank you. I'm fine. Yep. Or now we're turning a Wednesday into a Saturday. Do it. Right. That's exactly what happened. So I said, Yeah. You know what? I will have another Two? one. Two. Just two. It okay. stopped at two. It wasn't crazy. But then that led to, hey, have you ever had the blueberry uh, cobbler with lemon ice cream? Uh, they got no, I haven't, but that sounds yeah, really good. Why don't, you, why don't you bring one of those out? Yep. And it just turned into this massive food spiral because I didn't have to get home and watch TV. There was no game to watch. I don't – you know, sometimes if if you're going down, you want somebody to go down with you. That, comes, that, that happens a lot. Yes. I'm really happy you told that story because <laughs> yesterday around – Seven o'clock. My girl had already told me. She's like, "Hey, um, let's grill some chicken tonight." Okay. I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> so at at ten a or at nine a.m. in the morning, eight a.m. Whenever she told me, I'm like, "Okay, that sounds like a good idea." But then when I was here at the office, oh right, <laughs> all there was yesterday in the kitchen was chicken. Pretty good too. So I went in on the chicken like I've never had chicken before. <laughs> kind of got you know, I had Scratch enough chicken itch. for the day. Scratch I had the enough itch. chicken for the day. <laughs> So get back, uh, get back to Pasadena, and around seven, she's like, "Okay, hey, let's grill this chicken." I'm like, "I don't want chicken. I just had chicken a couple hours ago." And she's like, "All right, I th- but I thought we agreed. Yeah, I thought we agreed." Gonna, yeah, we thought we agreed. I'm like, "All right, let's grill the chicken, but I just can't promise you that I'm going to eat the chicken." Yeah. So she makes. I mean, this is the good decision or poor decision. She makes really nice salad, just avocado and tomato, puts a little uh, oil and vinegar on there. Sounds nice. Um, she makes some grilled chicken breast, and it looks like, hey, this is a very this is a very good meal. Yeah. I decided while she was grilling the chicken- McDonald's. <laughs> there's a place in Pasadena, Bambino's. Okay. It's a pizza joint. The place that they don't know your name? No, 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 no. That's a different one. That's that a different a sit one. sit-down place. I'm assuming this place is probably not that. This is not a... Yeah. This is your typical... Well, welcome to Bambino's. <laughs> Let us tell you what this place is about. Yeah, I've been here six times. <laughs> this is a typical pizza joint, and I basically just want some pizza and wings. Okay. The chicken is grilling. I mean, it, it's it, we're a couple minutes away from this being done. She already made the salad. Everything's already prepared. I'm on the phone with Bambinos and I'm ordering the Bambino. Okay, <laughs> is by it the way, it's a great name. Bambino for like Babe Ruth. I think so. Yeah, I, I'm assuming that's what it is. Okay. And it just sounds if a place is called Bambino and it's a pizza joint, doesn't it already it, sound like it's a good pizza joint? It does. Okay. It does. So I'm ordering pizza and wings while she's. <laughs> that's very odd. Very odd. <laughs> So what very is she on brand? Though I gotta tell you, <laughs> not really. I would I would go with the chicken. No, that, it, that it's that it's just kind of a, 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 a offshoot when you're kind of like we're going here. And I'm just gonna go over here. Like that's kind of your move. I just wasn't in the mood for it. And then you know what she does? Then she just has a small piece of chicken. Now she's waiting for the pizza to come. <laughs> 
ended up with pizza and wings. Salad in the trash? <laughs> no, I didn't touch the salad. I think she ate the salad while I was uh, while I was out driving over there. Well, yeah. Look, the the Lakers getting eliminated has affected us in in a variety of ways that affects it, everybody differently. You went to Bambino's. I had a second martini on a Wednesday, which I almost never do. And uh, look. It wasn't the worst night I've ever had. It was pizza a nice was delicious. Sure I'm with was. you. I'm sure I, it was. I watched a. So I also babysat last night. So I'll talk about that a little later. But she's a she's moonlighting as a babysitter. <laughs> okay. But before that, a, so, uh, but by the way, and I won't give. I'm gonna leave it up to you, M, to what part you want to tell about this. Yeah. She's a babysitter to the stars. <laughs> okay. So yes. What? Multiple. Okay. No, more than one. Multiple stars. <laughs> okay. Um, but I, uh, before I babysat, I watched this documentary that I thought was going to be like really interesting and intriguing because it has something that I actually has, have gone through, and it turned out to be so bad. It's like such a bad documentary, so poorly made. It's just We're like falling honestly apart laughable. here, guys. So it's just like, why when did I waste so much time on it? But it's about, um, <laughs> it's called Bama Rush. So it's about the Alabama Rush documentary, I, and it blew up uh, the on TikTok. I, I know it. Yes. Did you watch the documentary? I have not watched it, but Susan and Kelly are in the process of. It is okay. So. Let me just lay out why this is bad. So again, have you ever uh, seen those videos? I'm sorry, Em. <laughs> have you ever seen those videos of like the welcome to the Alpha Phi House, the University of yeah. Alabama, and they walk you through it? You want to be Alpha Phi? Right, they do these right. like stacks it's, in the doors yeah. or whatever. Yes. So that's essentially what this movie is trying to like get into. But obviously, Kelly and Susan are interested because they both went through the rush process as well. If you've gone through the rush process, you don't learn anything nothing is new to you nothing is interesting they don't get into any secret stuff they touch some stuff is there There's secret like, stuff yes there's also the machine at alabama so that's this um group of people machine uh that picks both the candidates to be the student uh, council presidents gubernatorial things in Alabama like they control a lot of the politics of Alabama through the Al- University of Alabama mach- machine and they barely touched it and I was like I needed a whole documentary on just on that on the machine exactly yeah. but and that, so they went away the director puts herself in it like way too much this is a director she um you know she has alopecia uh, which is a, a serious thing to deal with but she interjects it all the time. I'm like, this Did is she not. She has alopecia? Yeah, this is not an alopecia documentary. This is a <laughs> documentary about Bama Rush. That's the one where you lose your hair, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's what um, uh, Jada Pickett Smith has. Okay. Um, but it's just the whole time We're I was like, screwed. what are we here for? We're here for Bama Rush, not for this. We want to see the stacks. Taylor, you we want to see apart? the outfits. <laughs> Or Taylor's he probably in it. heaven. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's like, the guy, he's his the nuggets have moved on. and <laughs> He's like, ah. Finally, the Lakers are out. <laughs> Taylor is basically saying, man, we needed this rest before the finals. We got some finals. small market teams playing in the finals. I love it, man. Yeah. Ooh, the best thing ever. Yeah. Small market. <laughs> Finally, we got that Nuggets heat I'm, I'm not, a, I'm not against OKC Sacramento next. I'm not against that. It's impossible. I'm a fan of the small market teams. It's just they had to go through the Lakers to get there. Why are you a fan of the small market teams? I got teams? no problem with it. Denver's but, never so been in the You're finals. a fan of the Lakers. Why would you want to see a small market team in? I think this is then the foundation of it i'm from san diego <laughs> they 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 don't do anything emily i just have my first pick now <laughs> our, oh my our, God. Our draft <laughs> coming up. we got our uh, thursday draft where we're gonna we're gonna pick things slash people slash uh athletes that we root against that we oh, like yeah. to root against so, yes uh, succinctly 
teams, athletes you actively root against. You can't just pick small market teams as one of your <laughs> oh, picks. That's I, that's I have, too long of a list. I have the first pick in the draft, and our commissioner over there sometimes gives me a wide berth, so we'll see what she says. Uh, we'll Where see. do you have we'll the see. draft order? We'll see. Yeah, we have the draft order, and yeah. it was picked by DeAndre this time. And, and I, again, I have people watching. <laughs> I saw DeAndre and Travis in the studio together. We had a nice for, long talk this morning. Right, which instantly friends. makes it shady. <laughs> You're the number one pick. We had a nice long yes, talk. It's Travis, it nice. then Taylor, then Emily, then Alan. Then Alan, you have a fourth again. pick, so that's good. <laughs> You're fourth two weeks in a row. Working sleep. nights together, working yeah. mornings together. You give him the first. Do? What are you going to do? All right. Uh, you had Lakers talk last night, right? Yeah. You had Wendy on? Yep. And you said that he was optimistic about optionality. I'm going to need you to explain that to me. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. So we've all been talking about how we've been dealing with the Lakers season being over. And, you know, we are all dealing with it in different ways. I watched the Bama Rush documentary and it's terrible. Uh, Al, you uh, saw your girlfriend cooking chicken. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. Went off the deep Pizza end. and wings. Yeah. And uh, Trav went to the baseball game and had uh, drinks when he probably shouldn't have. So, but uh, Christopher Holmes uh, adds, so question of the day is, how has the Lakers being done affected you? He answered, he started reading. So, hey, that's a net positive. Yes. Well, that it, makes it, me feel it, even worse. It, it makes it, me feel even worse that he's making boring. decisions like that. I mean, like maybe that. he's reading like the ingredients labels on food bottles. Could be. <laughs> yeah, or like People magazine. <laughs> right. Like something that's yeah. not actually great. But yeah, how have you been dealing with the Lakers loss and um, being out of the playoffs? So 877-710-3776. And which, which degree or which stage of uh, grief, grief are you going in. through yeah. as well? Denial. So you're still in denial, denial, but you think they're going to wave off those last couple of buckets and they're going to play again. No, just nothing has sunk in. I just uh, I don't believe that it only took four games. I don't believe that it, they don't have a game at Ball Arena. I don't believe that the Nuggets have four weeks off before the final starts. Gosh, that that's a bad deal. Well, they're a little lucky right now. Let's say let's say Boston wins tonight. Yeah. So now you're on By Saturday. Way, no Gaucho Gabe Vincent for the Heat, so yep. the Heat's chances are just dropping like a stone. If they would have got swept and they had 
eight or nine days, it would have been awful. Okay, if they get to Saturday and now all of a sudden it ends, you still have five days in between the finals starting. Long. A little bit better than what it, they were going to have. Better. Look, once the series is over, give the, the the winning team of the final series to end a couple of days off and start the day after that. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, that just seems like the normal thing to do. Mm-hmm. That you don't sitting around and wait. I, I understand the TV part of it all, but I don't know. I just do you need those games. Do you playing. need anything else on your pizza? Um, sausage, pepperoni, red onion, green peppers, and olives. Sure. I mean, I... I would, are you taking it? Oh, actually, mushrooms as well. I, you I taking would, anything off? I would literally order that pizza that yeah, you I just described. I know. I, I, that, that would be one of those that yeah. could have shown up on my doorstep. He's taking some toppings off and more toppings for me. <laughs> yeah, no, you're not throwing those in the trash. You're putting them right here. I have... Uh, I just sent Emily a text out of context. Uh, I have a fish head story that I need to, like an actual head of a fish that I have to uh, sure. run by you guys. Not at surprising at all. Yeah, we thought, I think Taylor and I, we thought something like this will come up today. Also, you know what, Emily, I'm going to send you this picture and then we can maybe post it on social because I took a, we'll, we'll, we'll get into it. I have I have fish head takes that we need to get to on the Travis and Sliwa show today. Uh, you had Windhorse last night. We were talking a little bit before yeah. we came on the air today that you said that you thought that he was optimistic about the options that the Lakers have going into the season because it's I think it's one of the most interesting parts of the Laker offseason which has started is what what are the order of operations right is the first order of okay LeBron what's up is it Kyrie is it depth behind AD is it keeping Austin Reeves is it keeping Rui is it figuring out what to do with deal there are so many different things that they need to get done and where do you start to do them? Is there an order of operations, or does it just one beget the next? So, Windhorse, who I think is, I, I think if if I explain as best as I can his personality, look, he's uh, he's critical, very critical, and and he talked about he spent a lot of time talking about how shocked he was that the Lakers got this far. Give them credit. No, you should be optimistic if you're a Laker fan that they did what they did. Um, but he was also very optimistic about the offseason. I'll, I'll, I'll explain at least the way he explained it to me. The franchise doesn't need to panic. Don't panic this offseason. Don't panic that, hey, we got to move heaven and earth because we got to go get another superstar. Hey, we got to, you know what, don't sign all these players um, because this is it. This is going to be the final year that you get an opportunity to win an NBA championship potentially with LeBron James. Don't panic that they're actually in a really good spot because they have options. I'll give you what some of those options are. Let's you, say I'm, I want to interrupt right there because yep. this is not the feeling that had been there at the end of the last two previous seasons. Before there was a sense of desperation in the air that you had to take home run swings like hey, let's go get Russell Westbrook, right? The big home run swings or hey, get rid of those first two round draft picks and go make a big deal at the deadline and go get fix Kyrie this, Irving. Fix F- this. Fix this. Yeah. Today, right now and that you fixed it on the margins or and like we talked about yesterday, you fixed it more by what left than Addition more than by, by what came in. Mm-hmm. And now it's okay. The the bones of success are here. You don't have to you know build a Frankenstein basketball team. Just let this thing continue to develop the way that it did. And that's a totally different thing than it was a couple of years ago. Well, I, I think the other part of it is this: if let's just say they bring the same team back, okay, Jared Vanderbilt is back. D'Angelo Russell gets a new contract with the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Malik Beasley, who has a team option, let's say they pick up his team option. Part of the flexibility 
that I think Windhorse is talking about is, can you go out there right now and go try to get Kyrie Irving? You can. But you're basically going to be left with Kyrie, Austin Reeves, LeBron James, Anthony Davis. The rest of your roster, you're going to have to try to piece together minimum contracts. Um, you're not going to have depth. There's 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 risk in doing that. Mm-hmm. The other option is, let's just say you didn't find a deal that you liked in the offseason. Or let's say Kyrie wanted a four-year deal and you're not willing to give Kyrie a four-year deal. Um, I really hope that that's crazy, heard huh? you say that. That's crazy that you're not willing to give <laughs> I, him a four-year deal. I would deal. really – I need that like etched into a piece of stone. You know like when the Notre Dame guys come out and play like a champion yep. today and they slap it? Don't give Kyrie Don't a four-year deal. Kyrie a four-year deal. Should be hanging over every doorway in every NBA office. In, in El the, Segundo. In the, everywhere. And- the whole league. Do not give this like a picture of Kyrie with the number four and a line through it. <laughs> That's what should be in every league office. That's a good trait for you to think of that when you think of a player. That's solid. Uh, well earned. Yeah. Not not pulled out of thin air. Ky- the Kyrie thing, I, I I go back and forth. I mean, listen, the long-term deal is a no-brainer. I wouldn't do that. But to have him on a short-term deal with the Lakers, I don't think that's crazy. I think there's, there's some risk that comes with it. Sure. But I also think that there could be some advantages. But I, I'll just – I'll play it this way. Windhorse's concept and idea is – if they don't find something they like in the offseason that doesn't make sense, it's okay to bring back the same team. It's yeah. okay to say Vanderbilt's still on the team. The Beasley one's interesting because he's $16 million, but let me – this is what happens once the season starts. And I think this is his point. They got options. That you, you can go make – you can see how the season is going and how it's progressing, and then before the trade deadline comes up, you can – there are other teams that are going to say this guy is on the final year of his contract. We just want to move on and get some assets for him. Mm-hmm. They still have that twenty twenty nine uh, first round pick. That yeah. they're not in a position where I'll tell you, Lakers lost, and we had the conversation the next day. And the conversation the next day was they don't have enough talent. The, the West is only going to get better. This they're that, a little short. They're a little short, right? And and. Maybe they hit it perfect because they beat Minnesota and they didn't get Denver in the first round. They didn't get swept in the first round. That desperation, if they had gotten Denver in the first round. Yeah. And by the way, you're five minutes away from that. Five minutes away from that happening. One or two shots going a different way. Or Rudy Gobert not punching his own player the game before. 100%. It was very close to being a four-game sweep right out of the chute. And that, that desperation that we're talking about not being there, the optionality that they have right now that is there, the optimism that is potentially there, isn't. There, Nobody's optimistic. If, if this team had gotten swept by the Nuggets four straight, even if the scores were exactly this, games played exactly the same way. Sure. The Nuggets still advance to the NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. You're not sitting there going, we're really close. Not a chance. No, you're not. You're not right. Not a chance. No, the, you're not. The desperation and the, hey, we got to fix this, and we got to fix it now, would have been right back. It allowed everybody to go, Okay, uh, let's take a look at this, and that's valuable. They're, they're going to have they're going to have options. You want to have these guys. There's an advantage to having D'Lo under a contract than letting D'Lo walk away. Is because you could potentially use D'Lo or use some of these other players to go make a deal if things aren't working out. You could potentially use these players to go find a player that is in the final year of his contract. You can use that 2029 pick. I think ultimately what I got out of him is. They don't need to panic. And I want to throw one more thing in there too, because I, I agree with that. But I think there's, and you meant when you said Beasley, it's what sparked this thought. 
the most likely scenario, mm-hmm. if they bring this team back, right, and with most of these guys and with a guy like Beasley back on the team, the most likely scenario next year is that LeBron plays 50-ish games, Yeah, right? That Anthony Davis probably plays somewhere 50-ish games, yeah, right? Maybe yep. 60 if everything breaks really. But that means there's 20-plus games where he's not there, potentially 30-plus games where he's not there. Your two best guys could miss time, and frequently they might miss time at the same time. You're just going to need NBA players yeah. to play NBA minutes. Malik Beasley may not have been the perfect fit for the league. He can play NBA basketball. Yeah. He can make shots. He can yep. get you some buckets along the way. And this is what they didn't have early in the season, that they were running teams out there that were not of NBA caliber. Vanderbilt, Beasley, Russell, Mo Bamba. That's NBA quality basketball players, right? That you can get through those 20 or 25, 30 games that those guys aren't playing. You're going to need those guys because AD did miss some time after the the deadline. And LeBron missed a lot of time after the deadline. And those guys, four weeks. That's what I'm saying. They, they were still able to kind of hang yeah. around because yeah. they had built a team that didn't exist prior to that. So those guys that maybe, oh, he didn't fit in great. Yeah, but you're going to need – those guys were important for that run to just keep your head above the water. And it makes it easier for someone like Palenka to have, okay, I don't have one guy that's worth $47 million right. that I got to get rid of. That I have now three, four guys. It's kind of actually what they got back in return. By the trade deadline, yes, they traded away four or five guys, but they got real players that fit, and they got four or five of them. So that that just that that dawned on me for a quick second because I think there's a natural reaction. Go, whenever you have LeBron, you feel the pressure of we got to get everything right now. Uh-huh. And for two years they ha- or a year and a half they had Russell Westbrook, and they waited for the right. They know they screwed it up, but they waited for the right time to get rid of him. And some real assets came back. You don't have to panic like maybe you felt like you had to panic a year ago. All right, Laker fans, how are you dealing with the fact that there's no more Laker basketball for a few months? What do you, how are you dealing with the uh, abrupt end of the season? Let's try Van Nuys and David is our first stop. David, you're on with Travis. I'm going to start up? painting. <laughs> Sculpting? Hey, guys. <laughs> What's up? Hey, guys. Good morning. Well, morning. It's, uh, it's, it's very tough. I mean, you know, I find myself on TV scrolling. And uh, happened to jump. Uh, I have I have Spectrum, so like always, I'll go to Channel Forty Three, which is a Lakers channel, and it's always backstage Lakers now, which is frustrating. So in order to get the frustration out, I'll find myself in my room on the PlayStation playing Call of Duty and sure. looking for Denver Nugget fans to argue with. <laughs> Very healthy, is, David. Is, how, how does I, as someone is Taylor who's... in that chat? <laughs> As as someone who's not a video game guy, how do, how do you go and locate a Nuggets fan on Call of Duty? How does that work? Well, so I have my headset on, and as soon as the match starts, <laughs> um, you know, I'll I'll throw out, "Hey, any Denver Nugget fans out here?" And if and if anybody's uh, gutsy enough to say yes, oh boy, the fun starts. <laughs> it's uh, it's a lot of uh, going back and forth and uh, trying to find each other on the map and uh, have some fun with each other. <laughs> That's great, David. Thank you for the call. I, I love that. I, I I wonder if, like, hey, are there any Nuggets fans in this game? If nobody goes, no, he he, he drops out and starts a new game waiting for Nuggets fans. <laughs> he needs to, to go on in. 2K and then just create the like biggest super team around the Lakers and just crush the Nuggets. No, I don't, you don't even need to do that. You need to go into, like, their 
I'm sure there's a you know somebody that covers the Nuggets on YouTube or they have the Locked On Nuggets <laughs> yeah. or something like that. Oh, they yeah. got that. Just gotta get in those chats. Get <laughs> in those chats. Just go in there. Race the problem is, I don't know what you're gonna say that they're gonna be like. We but, don't have time but for this. They just it doesn't matter. They, you're not trying to win the argument. You just want an argument. You just want. Sometimes, Slee, some yeah. people just want to fight. They don't right. necessarily want to win the fight. But if you're you're 100 right. But I think there's a little bit of being in that chat. Whatever trash that you talk. <laughs> Talk, they're probably like my men just yeah but if you pull to the side here there people will always take the bait and yeah, some people are agents of chaos have you ever met chris morales where they just <laughs> come in and start throwing bombs to see what happens on the side i right, got two more and then we can break but we got one from cap from whittier which actually sounds like it's a travis rogers tweet but uh cap says uh the season's over i've been going to the golf range after work and watching the food network all right so uh, filling your time with that yeah that's <laughs> they, my burner account just tweeted by itself right and then Jason Torres says, uh, I'm coping with Trash TV, Vanderpump Reunion, which also is great, and Below Deck, Selling Sunset, etc. Watch the Bama Rush document- documentary. It'll add to that, too. All right. We got some more phone calls that we want to get to about how you're dealing with the the, the kind, oddly abrupt. They got much further than anybody thought. Yeah, and, and then it ended a lot faster than four games. Thought. Like no, I don't think anybody, even down 3-0, it felt like it was going to go back to Denver, and yet here we are. Plus, I got to figure out that fish head and whether or not you can help me with that. That's coming up. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. I may not tell my fish head story because when I kind of I, I showed you guys the picture, I showed it to Emily and kind of told her what's going on. She's like, "Yeah, you're a bad guy." So I don't, if I'm trying to win man of the people, yeah, right. I don't know if I need a story of me purposefully antagonizing my wife. Is no, now you have going to be a it. man of the people. Yeah, Taylor, we're too far. I don't know. Too deep into know. the story here without telling it. ESPNLA.com. I'll is tell where the you damn story to, to vote for uh, the Mandy Awards. You have till the end of the month. You got till February. Excuse me. Why do I keep saying February? May thirty first. It's my Josh Fields situation uh, to vote. ESPNLA.com. Uh, brought to you by Power Pro Plumbing. Um, go vote for all of your favorite Travis and Sliwa related programming. Vote for Emily Taylor, Al, me, Man of the People, Show of the Year, Host of the Year, Producers of the Year, Bit of the Year, all of it. I think uh, we we got to get at least one. By the way, it's easy. It literally takes a couple minutes to do. So just go on did the you website. Do it? Yeah, I finally did. Okay, good. Yeah, finally did. Did you vote That's for me? It just took a little bit of time. Uh, Man of the People. Okay, I good. did vote. Thank you. Yeah, and Man you voted for our show. Uh, actually, voted for. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, look, if you like that show, we were better, second. You, you should be honest. You can, your vote, one man, one vote. You get to vote. No, we, you we want need for. some awards. 
it that's would be the nice. bottom line. Or is it one of those things where you feel like you can't vote for yourself no, 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 because no, then I, it's against the rules kind of thing? No, you can. Yeah, no, it, yeah, you can. it's it's not against the rules and you can vote for yourself, right? right? We we all should be voting for ourselves. What is this in old school Chicago politics? Vote early, vote often. It's, it's, I don't, if I don't, you're in line, stay in line. That's right. That's right. Let's go to Chris in Los Angeles. Chris, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Chris? Good morning, gentlemen. You know, I'm at the uh, acceptance stage of this because if you think about where we were about a month ago, we were just praying that we would even make the playoffs. And, and to think that we went to the final Western uh, Conference Finals and literally should have, uh, you know, could have easily won all four games. But that doesn't mean I didn't go through the anger phase with, with LeBron's choice of shots in those games. But overall, you know, it was it was a good run, and the future is bright. Hopefully we bring some of the same guys back and add a couple of pieces. But, you know, it was a, it was a good season. It's disappointing that we didn't win at all. But I think where we were about a month ago, this is pretty damn good. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Chris. I, I think that the challenge is, you're, you're right, that where they were – shoot six months ago to where they where they ended is a miracle literally that where they were a month ago to where they ended is incredibly impressive that they won a couple of series along the way one thing that i would push back on is they could have won all of those games yeah yeah but when you win none of them that's a harder argument to make like had you you lose in five games six games and all of them are really close you're like look a bucket here a bucket there but when it's 4-0 it's 4-0 Right, it's a little bit harder of a sell for me, and I think it's a incredibly important part of what Rob Palinka does moving forward. This separating that okay, this is where we were, where we got to, and relative to how good are we? Right, they're good, but how good are they relative to the best teams? in the league, to the best teams in that conference, to the teams that are going to be better next year, to just think, okay, well, we're one of the four best teams in the league. Well, you were this year, sort of, kind of, but don't get in, don't fall into that trap of thinking you might be closer than you actually are. I think you also got to pay attention to, you think Phoenix is just going to sit around and bring back the same squad? Not a chance. I don't, right? So the chances of them getting better is very likely. The Golden State Warriors are a great example. You think the Warriors, who is a franchise that's only accustomed to winning championships and being in the finals over the last 10 years. I think one of the one of the things to pay most attention to is they got they got demolished by the Lakers. They did. So they know they have to go and make changes. And had trouble with the Kings. And had trouble with the Kings. They know they have to go make changes. And that's a franchise that's been very creative in how they get better, how they improve. So I, the only reason why I set that up for you, even if you, you made it to the final four. Yeah. But if you think that coming back and not making any changes and just assuming the rest of the league is coming back and not making any changes, these franchises are going to get better. They are. So when you play, if you play the Phoenix Suns a year from now or the Golden State Warriors, not, I'm not even counting the Denver Nuggets who seem like a team They're that- They're the class of the conference. Out of all the teams don't need to do anything, yeah. just keep running it back- the challenge is only going to get more. Yeah, it's only going to get more difficult. I'm glad you brought up Golden State because I think Golden State is the. When we went through the teams yesterday, and I'll pull up my list from yesterday. They were not on my list, You're right? And and purposely so because I don't. I agree with what you're saying, Al. That they're going to tinker with it and they're going to try to find a way to to get better. Obviously, They've done it for ten years. They, they absolutely have, but it doesn't mean it's going to work. Mm-hmm. That the core of that team is long in the tooth. And they've been together for a long time. It 
was a we, this is the first season that we've seen in the better part of eight years where they were in a championship mix and they just weren't one of those teams. The other ones the, that they – not last year when they won it, not the other times when they went to the finals. The other times where guys got hurt and they weren't playing. Yeah. And they were bad. I don't want to say on purpose, but they were bad with a very obvious reason. This was the first time they've really tried to go for it and they weren't anywhere near it. They're going to try to go for it again next year. I don't know if they're going to be better next year. Steph will be good. I don't know about Clay. I don't know about Draymond. I don't know if Jordan Poole kind of rediscovers what he was two years ago or whether he's more like what he was this year. I don't know if he and Draymond ever get on the same page again after he smacked him the way that he did. That could be something that is irreparable. That They're one of those teams that I really do think could either stay kind of where they were or actually drop a little bit, especially considering how much better the rest of the, the conference could be. I'll tell you what they won't do. I don't think Nothing. they're bringing back the same team. I agree. Yes, what you just said yeah. there. I don't if if Jordan Poole and Kaminga and Moody and some other young pieces are gone because they went in and brought veterans and they went in and brought guys that they think can help them win today mm-hmm. and they're not as worried about tomorrow, I'd be shocked if they brought back the same team. You're right. You know the how many times did Steve Kerr say this since the season ended? He has said that Draymond Green what happened in the preseason with Jordan Poole divided. It, it was a division for that team. He's also said, Draymond Green, we're not a, a championship a contender yeah. unless we have Draymond Green. So the chances of them saying, we got young pieces here. We're going to get rid of them. We held on to them as long as we could. Some of them have value. Some of this, whatever the case is. I could see them going to make moves and go get some veterans. They're kind of... It, it, in. With, with a much different resume, but they're kind of where the Lakers have been the last couple of years, which is, what are we doing here? In, in, in the sense of, do we just continue to maximize the Steph Curry experience? Do we continue to surround him with familiar faces? Do we continue to do the thing that we've done and nibble around the edges? Or do we have to put that alternate timeline in where Moody and Kaminga and Poole are actually the thing that we're getting ready for and use our veterans for other purposes. It's a really tough spot. The difference is they just won a title. They'd won three others prior to that. So they've already cashed in yeah. their stars. It's not like you have to, you know, we haven't gotten nearly enough. If they can get another win out of that group, it's still one of the great dynasties in, in NBA sure, history. Sure. Uh, but it is a weird spot that they find themselves in. And that rumor about LeBron going to Golden State is always kind of floating around there. That you he goes up there and the Lakers take those guys that were tied. You take Kaminga, you take Poole, you take Wiggins, that you take that group of younger players and kind of flip it like that. I think that's a one in a million sort of situation that, that, that happens. It's unlikely, that. but that's kind of where they are. Just do we actually get older yeah. and go for it one more time? Or do we say, no, 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 we actually need to start thinking about what's coming up down the line? It's not dissimilar to the Lakers at all. Usually teams like that, I'll use the Warriors as an example, if they still feel like we're a player or two and we're back in the mix. I'm, I'm going to give you some examples. And, and the Clippers are Clippers are an interesting – here's another team we didn't really even talk about. But that's another team where they're saying to themselves – When's the last time we had Paul George and Kawhi Leonard healthy? Will it ever happen, right? Is this a, we're chasing something that will never happen. It happened three years ago and it's never going to happen again. Okay, if it did click and it did happen, how good are they compared to some of the other teams in the Western Conference? I think you have, it's the one unique thing about the West, and I think the Lakers are an interesting spot as well. There is this, a lot of teams are in their final stretch. Denver's just getting started, it Mm -hmm. seems like, right? Mm -hmm. Um, 
Give me another team that you think is just getting Oklahoma started. City. Oklahoma City. They're just kind of starting this path. Kings. The Sacramento Kings just starting this path. But then you have San Antonio. You have some you have some real superstars that are on other teams that you feel like one or two years and the whole thing is going to change. I don't know how long the Phoenix Suns with KD, the, the window's there, For right? sure. The Golden State Warriors is, we have to win today. We Let, don't have tomorrow. We have to win today. The Lakers, we have to win today. There's a weird kind of, um, you got some teams that are on the up and up. You got Denver is already there. And they're not, what would make you think that the even if the Denver Nuggets make no moves, they have pretty much everything they need to be sustainable. Yes. yes. Right? And the Lakers and, and the Warriors and the Clippers and some some of these other teams are in this. We got to win right now. There's a bit of it. The, the LeBron, KD, Steph, uh, Chris Paul, and I'm sure I'm f- forgetting a few KD. more guys. Oh, the, you said you yeah, said KD. Yeah. The, that group of these are the best players in the league. Is, they're on the other side going yes. down. And the Jokic, Giannis, Embiid, Luka, Lillard is in that other group. Like They're, yeah. they're coming up. They're not at the top yet. And Shea. You're, Shea, you're, you're mm-hmm. starting to see that transition of LeBron James is no longer in the conversation of best. Top 10, 15, of, but top 5, not anymore. Kevin Durant, eh, he didn't play a lot. And he gets hurt a lot now. It's just it's starting to change. And the Warriors are in the middle of that. The Lakers are in the middle of that. The Suns are in the middle of that. The 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 uh, Spurs just kind of went through the end of that and are coming through the other part. It's uh, it changes, and, changes. and you got to figure out where you are in it and go for it. Less need on our show after they won the Super Bowl. Know where you are in your window and know when it's time to go and know when it's time to not. And that's what they're trying to figure out right now. Hey, did you see with Smitty coming up next? It's Travis Lee, seven ten. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. ESPN. Taylor, it kind of bothers me a little bit that uh, you seem to be the only one that's dealing with the Lakers season being over in a in an effective way. I took a nap yesterday. It's probably the best sleep I've had in months, honestly, guys. <laughs> Read three books since Monday. <laughs> probably, I, I picture him he just wrote a book, playing his guitar, <laughs> nice big smile on his face, just enjoying his afternoon, saying no Lakers. Just watching the replays tonight. of Lakers Nuggets. <laughs> Boy, Jokic is great. Falling to sleep of a YouTube highlight rip of Michael Porter Jr. <laughs> he got signed on to Locked On Nuggets. What a pastor, though. I mean, that's, that's, just, that's just good basketball all around, guys. Absolutely. Come on. What do you got? All right, guys. Did you see that an overdue, libra- <laughs> an overdue book was returned to a California library after being checked out for nearly 100 years? Wow. So the book, A History of the U.S. by Benson Lossing, was due back at the St. Helena Public Library in Napa Valley in February 1927. So, Trav, when was the last time that you had a library card? Was it 1927? <laughs> Easy, Sandoval. <laughs> no. Um, I think I still have one, believe it or not. Uh, I, I remember getting one a couple of years ago from the Laguna Niguel Public Library. Forget what I needed from the library, but it was one of those things where I actually needed the hard copy of a thing and not just the internet version of the thing. And I had to go sign you up for go? a library card. You still go? I haven't been since. Yeah. I got what I needed. I used it for what I needed it for. And did you return it? I did return it. There will not be a story about it in the year 2127 that it got returned to Laguna Niguel. But yeah, I think I still have one, believe it or not. 
I do not have one. I almost kind of wish I had one. Um, I think the last time, probably college, the last time I could think of it. It's just, listen, everything has changed. You know, you don't have a reason to have one. If I needed it, I would use it. I don't need it, so I haven't had one since college. I use it as my government ID to board planes. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's, all, there's a lot a of benefits. You need a passport or a library card to go international. There's like a lot of benefits to having uh, library cards. Like certain places, you can get you know discounted or free museum passes. You can get access to the California state parks if you have one for free. You can get uh, it's free public computers for those who need it. And also, there's a lot of like really cool libraries in this area that are just actually good places to like be around. Chill. And like it's like those menial places that isn't your work and isn't your home that you can go and meet people at that you don't have to pay money to go do, which is great. All that being said, I don't have a library card here. I did have a library card when I lived in Connecticut and when I lived in uh, New Jersey before. So, uh, and I use it a lot because I read a lot of books. Do you have one, Taylor? I do. Last time I had one, I uh, was living in Wisconsin, but I don't know. I, I should go check out some of the libraries. Are they here. transferable? Can you use your Wisconsin? Like, if you can drive a car in Wisconsin with a California driver's license, can you? Check out a book in L.A. with the Wisconsin Library card. I doubt it. <laughs> Why? By the way, returning a book late, I just remember, it's like, I was always late. I'm like, I'll just go two days early. I was always late. Like, always. You can also always you know renew. <laughs> well, it's the, and it's uh, it's like five cents a month. So there's yeah. the, the, the incentive to get it back on time was not great. They said Sweating. that, yeah, the fees on this one, that the person that had it checked out for 100 years, it only capped out at a, or $10. So that was you know, <laughs> not, not too bad. It's cheaper than buying the book. It is. <laughs> Yeah, but right. there, but library cards is a great thing. The the West Hollywood Library uh, is a great one to check out. Next up, guys, did you see a list of the most overrated expensive foods had caviar and lobster rolls at the top of the list? So, Sliwa, what expensive food do you not understand how someone could actually enjoy eating? Expensive food. I mean, let me let me walk through a menu here and think here real quick. I I like the food. I'm going to use this one as an example. I really like the food, but it's like, damn, just for me to get that, go to a Japanese restaurant or something like that, and you're getting sushi. You're getting sashimi. Six pieces, like a small roll. Yeah. And and it's not- $39. Here's the thing. It's not all places, but there's certain places where it's super expensive that- I love sushi. I love the fish. I, I love, sashimi is amazing, right? Like the, it's just you don't have the rice getting in the way. You're just tasting the actual fish, but it's so expensive. That's one that I think is on Albertson's. probably the top of my list. <laughs> I'm telling you, Don Costco. I, I'm telling you, it's great. Don Costco. Sprouts does it too. Yeah. Sprouts has has sushi there. You, as well. you mentioned the one for me. Like I, it, it's expensive and it's luxurious and it's something that people seek out and are willing to spend a lot of money for. I don't get lobster. I I, I I don't dislike it. It's not like, ugh, but I just, it's not one of the, you mentioned caviar. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. Like that, that's one of those things. And I'm <laughs> Look, not going I wouldn't. the tins, but I really, really like it. Like it's something that I really enjoy, but lobster is like, it's $9,000 a pound. And it's yeah. just, it's a chicken breast to me. It's just a slightly different thing. I know that that's an unpopular, but that's one of those things that I just do not get the cost relative to the experience. Right, yeah, same for me. And most of it is seafood related. So obviously, I've talked about this before, but I just dislike oysters. It's not my thing. I don't like being around people who have ice, oysters. Emily. It's so You're pretty. not going to convince me. It's not <laughs> even going to happen. Uh, so not oysters. Uh, I can take or leave lobster. I've had some great lobster rolls in my life. So there's that part of it that's great. But most of it is seafood related. 
Are you an oyster guy, Al? I don't. Um, I don't go out of my way to have it, but I will have it and be completely okay with it. They sit on the ice, a little Tabasco, a little lemon, lemon. a little horseradish. Let's go. Pretty good. I didn't need that, but. <laughs> Yeah, how is that's that? why I don't like oysters. You, you know what Everything the best part was? Good. I looked right at you while I did it, too. Right in my eyes. <laughs> Bad guy. Same for the fish head. That will tell it in five minutes. Right, right here. No, I know. Okay, last one, guys. Did you see that 54% of Americans eat out at least three times per week? So, do you think restaurant workers judge you for ordering the same foods multiple times in the same week, Trav? In the same week? Uh, yeah, yes. I think they probably do. Like, There's a couple of places that we're fairly regular customers at, and they kind of know what we get within a couple of things. But it would be weird if I was in the same place three days a week, and you always knew I was getting a turkey sandwich every time I came to the door. Like, they just here, start making it right here, when Here comes you. that weird... I've told you the story about the pizzas in college, right? Did I tell you guys that story? So they had a... Uh, we, we would come up... It was a... Domino's, I think it was at the time, in Isla Vista in Santa Barbara, and they had a two-pizza carryout thing. It was like two pizzas, two medium pizzas for 10 bucks, but you had to come get it, mm. right? And so we would come home from practice, and practice would always end at roughly the same time. Yep. We would get home at roughly the same time, and my roommate Squiggy and I, we would order these two pizzas, and we'd get a sausage pizza and a pepperoni pizza, and we'd each take half of the other pizza. Also, sorry, Squiggy and Weave were your two <laughs> man's names? Yeah, well, Squiggy, yeah, Weave. I did, Squiggy was his nickname. His name is Jeff, but we called him okay, Squiggy. sorry. He Continue looked like on. Squiggy from Laverne and Shirley. What do you want? Uh, so, Duh. So... We, it got to the point, Taylor, where we were doing it every day for a couple of weeks in a row, where when the phone would ring, and I don't forget what time it was, at 4.30, they'd be like, uh, Squiggy, yeah, okay, it's ready. Just come and get it. They, they knew that we were going to come and get that pizza, that it was the same thing every single day. I don't think, I'm going to put myself in somebody that's working at a restaurant, which I never have, but I'll just, I don't think it matters if the same people are coming in and they're ordering the same thing. I think there's also a little bit of kind of a comfort to that, right? I You'd get be it. happy to have their business, right? I, I was going to say, as long as I'd be more concerned of, hey, I'm happy these people keep coming in. Hey, I'm happy that they like the customer service. Hopefully, they're leaving me a good tip. Don't Whatever they, floats your boat as far as the order goes. Don't you want to try the ham matters. one time? Like, does it always have to be turkey? How, how many times do you what see- an Italian uh, sub. How many times do you see, like, people- they go into a diner or something. And so I've been ordering the same thing for 20 years, and I get it. That's a lot of the same order. But I think that's part of this kind of the the familiar, not just being familiar with the restaurant, but what you know what you like. There was an older man at Chick-fil-A when I worked there that would order the same thing every morning. He would use a senior discount. He'd get his, uh, his like decaf coffee, and then I think he would get usually like a biscuit or something, a little biscuit sandwich and he would sit there and you'd read his paper and then on his birthday he like threw him a birthday party so nice. it's kind of cute so you guys should be in one of those commercials um yeah we might as well be that those commercials always put a little smile on my face they're very nice to people there they are the chick-fil-a people are people who work there are, are pretty nice people. What, what's the overall. phrase that you're supposed to say to all the customers uh my pleasure my say thank pleasure you. instead of it's yeah. my pleasure to do a show with you so. and hey. dining in or carrying out uh <laughs> instead of saying uh to go nobody here, here, dines at chick-fil-a they eat I don't know. There's a, there's a difference. They do what they do Thanksgiving or not Thanksgiving. They I, do Valentine's look, Day dinners. I'm a fan. I like it, but dining is one thing, eating is another, and I'm going to stick to that. All right. Um, I thought Greg, corporate Greg, our Greg, knew his baseball. He said something yesterday that made me go. He doesn't. That's next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Robert Half research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. 
If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 